Are you ready to dive into adult conversations while sipping on and enjoying your favorite glass of wine or cocktail? Join me, your host, M.S. Wilson, and my co-host, Miss Tracy P., for engaging, thought-provoking, and real conversations about life, love, relationships, marriage, and everything in between. You can catch us weekly as we discuss our insight based on personal experiences and lessons learned. This is the Wine 30 Podcast. everybody welcome back to this week's episode of the wine 30 podcast it's your girl ms wilson my co-host is still mia she's on vacation and she will be back next week but we do have a special guest actually a returning guest she's been on our show a couple of times welcome back my girl miss raquel go ahead and introduce yourself lady Hey, everybody. Um, if you follow the podcast, which you should be, um, I am on the, I think it's the first episode, the first couple of episodes, and maybe um, the first or second episode on the second season. Correct me if I'm wrong. Sorry if I am. You're, you're, you're on the very first episode, and then somewhere down the line, I think you're like six or seven. I can't remember exactly which one, but yeah. She so is that was a couple yeah. of years ago. Um, you said what? That was a couple of years ago. Um, yes. I've been in. Not a lot has changed since then, but um, I don't know. Just you just lifing. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, just lifing. That's <laughs> that's basically what it boils down to. <laughs> lifing. It ain't easy, um, but. You gotta do it. You either lifing or you die, or you're six feet under. So I'd rather pick the lifing. Exactly. Me too. I would too. So um, I haven't been doing anything much, but you know, of course, I'm always working, just like you, working mm-hmm. and trying to do this um, life thing with the kids, the husband. Ooh, child. Yeah, I'll be doing a lot. It's a lot. Yes. But anyway, what what we what we talk what was we talking about earlier? We were talking about are you toxic? <laughs> yeah. Um toxic, well, toxicity. Well well, so let me ask you a question. I know you're in a relationship without giving too much away because we're gonna have Raquel back in her boot. Mm-hmm. One of these, I, I can't, I don't know when, but it'll be soon. So we're not going to give out too much information. However, so with your new relationship, what do you, um, do you think that it's, I mean, without, I don't even want to go there, but let's just say this. Do you think it's a healthy relationship? Do you think it's toxic or can't, or is it toxic sometimes or toxic all the time? Because I, I strongly believe that Every relationship has a little toxicity in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even if, if the relationship itself is not. Does that make sense, what I'm saying? Makes a lot of sense. Um, we wouldn't be human if we don't have our flaws. Yeah. 
and yeah. our flaws, how they show up in our relationships that can kind of either sprinkle a little toxicity or it can just dump a whole load of toxicity. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on the type of person you are. Um, but um, as far as healthy relationship um, versus toxic relationship, um, I believe uh, my relationship is uh, a little bit of both. <laughs> Um, it okay. depends on the day. It depends on the hour. It can be depend on the minute sometimes. Um, for those who don't know or haven't, I mean, necessarily tuned into my story, I am in a, a distance relationship. Um, however, I do see my significant other quite a bit. Um, but it it it's a lot of sacrificing, a lot of a lot of adjusting. It takes a lot of trust and just a lot of a lot <laughs> to make a long distance relationship work. It takes a lot <laughs> of a lot. I mean, I I really commend you though because I don't know if I could. Well, shit, my husband did it. I don't even think it would be considered long distance, but you know, of course, I don't know if you remember, but I used to travel a lot for work. So, mm-hmm. so um, shoot, for a minute we were, but anyway. Well, 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 going back to what you were saying about it being a lot, do you feel as though um, that has helped y'all's relationship long, you know, last longer? by you guys being long distance because I know in talking with other people being um, in a long distance relationship has worked out for people you know even people that's married like they they've stayed married for years because one of these spouses may have been in the military and or either just travel because that's what their work required them to do and so it helped them stay married do you feel like that's something that helps you guys or would you prefer your significant other be in the same, you know, be around you every single day? Okay. So it's a little, it's a little bit of both. I, um, I am a person that is my, um, my love language is quality time. So (laughs) I, (laughs) And I love to have quality time with my partner. I just, I just do. I like, especially if we have common interests and we just, um, just enjoy, like we both enjoy life and things like that. So because I am that person, it is a struggle to not have that person there every night with me or, um, you know sometimes you're only available through phone and if you don't pick up the phone then um that's when um you know it feels like a little emptiness for me personally okay and also when you don't pick up the phone that's when that toxicity side of me comes out <laughs> and so okay um, so what so what exactly miss um miss Raquel what, what what exactly do you do that you are saying is toxic when they don't pick up the phone. So for me, I am very available to my partner. I don't care what I'm doing, where I am. Um, I'm going to send you a text if I can't hear you or if I can't talk. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I make contact with you in that moment in time because like I said with my situation at the end of the day all we have is the phone um and so I I get major anxiety um Mm -hmm. when I cannot get in contact with my significant other um I'm an overthinker so my mind just goes all kind of different routes and byways and forks like it just goes all kind of different directions so all kind of stuff (laughs) all kind of different directions it's not necessarily a healthy way of thinking Mm -hmm. or even living but um I, i i mean i'm a natural overthinker so um being a natural overthinker having a distance relationship and um you know you're not being available uh to me it it brings out a different side of me um it's the cray cray yeah yeah let's just say the cray cray side you know what's funny is that you and i are like so similar i think we had this conversation though like Mm -hmm. i'm an overthinker i I, my love language is actually quality time also Mm -hmm. um well that's just one of them but i get my anxiety is like on a thousand if if I'm calling you and you're not picking up because number one thing is I'm not even thinking that you're doing anything you know what I mean like in a way with with another person I'm thinking something has happened because especially if you tell me hey I'm gonna call you back or I'm gonna be such and such such place but then I'm reaching out to you and you're not picking up because I hadn't heard from you. So I'm thinking all kinds of stuff has happened. I'm just waiting for somebody to come knock on the door or ring the doorbell <laughs> and say, hey, you know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. the type of thinking that I go into when I'm thinking about, you know, why you're not answering your phone. But uh, I'm a little older than you. So mine has calmed down a little bit. Um, actually it's calmed down a lot. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I don't tend to like, I try not to stress myself out. My my concern now is more so my kids. You know, they're the ones that stress me out. And you'll get there too in a minute. Because yours mm-hmm. are teenagers like my, well, my daughter is a teenager. But your two boys, yeah. Mm-hmm. You just wait till they start driving. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm, not look- I'm looking forward to it, but I'm not looking forward to it. I know. So, so when you guys do come together, um, what exactly do, so everything is like copacetic then, in other words, like, so as long as he's present and you're not stressed out about him not picking up his phone, (laughs) Mm -hmm. when you guys do come together and he's in town or you're where he is, you know, do you, is everything everything or do y'all have disagreement like, like which i'm sure you do like most most couples mm-hmm. but how does that go would you say it's not toxic or is is it what's your take on it um well let me just rewind rewind real quick and just tell you i aspired to high to kind of camouflage my anxiety and my just my anxiety I wear my emotions on my sleep I have I I never necessarily have seen you be anxious with just most things Mm -hmm. so that's what I aspire to be yo like I 
my anxiety it'll show it uh, it it will show that i'm worried i'm concerned and also mine is completely my anxiety is not about safety or anything like that my anxiety goes straight to unfortunately <laughs> infidelity i'm sorry it just does like i i it just does um, i'm trying to get out of that and um yeah, I'm, I'm trying to move away from that, but that's that's why it turns toxic because um, when we're away, I, I tend to get accusatory. I tend to ask a lot of questions. Um, men don't really like being bombarded with a lot of questions. I'm no, learning. No, um, <laughs> and um, I, I, I tend to just be kind of overbearing, but that's my own personal codependency um, like attachment um, disorder or style that I have to deal with internally. I can't make it anybody else's issue, but I do. And that's what a toxic come, comes into play. And when we're together, it's just great. Um, we have silly little arguments, um, but for the most part, we really do genuinely enjoy each other's time. Um, I wish I can have that feeling all the time, but unfortunately it's not that feeling all the time. Um, I think the reason it's great and just happy place and things like that is because the control side of me knows where my partner is. Um, I, I get to get the cuddles and the laughs and all the attention that I like need as a Leo to survive yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> like I I need the attention the acknowledgement the just all of that and so I get that when I'm with my partner naturally when my partner is away I cannot get that and um I you know if we're not a, if we're not speaking to each other on the phone at that given time I'm just like okay I need like I, I, I yearn the attention. I need to hear a voice. You know, pick up the phone. I just want to talk just just a little bit. And so, if I don't get that, then that's when the anxiety starts to happen. That's when I, the overthinking starts to happen, mm-hmm. and it's just it can snowball because my partner in particular, he doesn't hold his tongue at all. No, no, they don't. And um, <laughs> neither is mine. Neither is mine. Yeah, really. yeah. Um, and so if I present, like, if I, you know, question something that is like my partner feels like that doesn't need to be questioned, um, then it can turn into an argument. Yeah. And it helps. But um, I, I think that it also has to do with how you present the question and how you ask it. Now you can be direct, but in a more um, even tone, I guess, or softer way, instead of just being like, uh, making them feel like you're ambushing them, if that makes sense what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. I, like I like I was saying, it, they kind of react, my experience, but then some are just assholes, but mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But, but men in in a sense do tend to react differently when you 
speak in a certain tone or come in a direct but more softer way I guess if that makes sense mm-hmm. what I'm saying but but yeah I get it I'm the same way I mean I I I I, I totally get it but for those of you out there who don't know exactly what we're uh, what a toxic person is I'm going to read the definition (laughs) so everybody gets a clearer understanding a toxic person is anyone whose behavior adds negativity and upset to your life many times people who are toxic are dealing with their own stresses and traumas to do this they act in ways that don't present them in the best light and usually upset others along the way now that yeah that is exactly what a toxic person. If you've ever experienced a toxic person, you know exactly what that definition. <laughs> you know the truth. The, the definition is the truth, basically. So well, in my well, so they're toxic in any relationship. It can be mm-hmm. friends, parents. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, mm-hmm. significant others, jobs. Um, definitely I jobs. I wouldn't uh, label myself as a toxic person because I'm not necessarily that in any other relationships in my life. Actually, I take more of a passive role. Right. Yeah. Other relationships Mm -hmm. in my life. Um, But I don't when it comes to my partners, um, I invest a lot of myself, just a lot. I invest a lot of myself. So my expectations um, are a little bit higher mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for my partners. Um, and so that presents itself in frustrations when those expectations is not met, especially knowing that I can easily meet their expectations and I'm going to strive to meet their expectations. So when I feel like I'm not getting that same reciprocity when it comes to meeting expectations, mm-hmm. that's when I tend to get upset. <laughs> and then when I get upset, I don't necessarily get disrespectful. I never really get disrespectful, but my tone can be disrespectful. Yeah, mm-hmm. my tone can be a little uh, different. Um mm-hmm. And so, and then if the other side is being disrespectful or argumentative or kicking it up a notch, then I'll kick it up a notch. But I would say lately, I have been choosing my battles. And um, also, I I try, I'm I'm trying a different approach of, as, um, as you said, a different way of addressing things or you know getting clarification and things like that i'm trying a more calm you Mm -hmm. know just you know i'm not saying this but all i'm saying is this is what i i you know understand please correct me if i'm wrong i I could be wrong right so however if i have anything to back my thoughts up then it's World War Three because I have my, my <laughs> we could go to war because I have my evidence here or whatever I want to, you know, this is what I saw, this is what I hear, and this is what I'm going to go with. Um, But it's just, like I said, the toxicity can be just 
it can be a huge burden just on you as a person not even of course the relationship but it can be it can take its toll on the individual and so you want to like kind of find strategies to avoid things that will trigger you or things that would address things immediately just you know trying to address it in a correct manner but um, communication is really key Mm -hmm. um, when it comes to toxicity so and what and what I found too um, I would agree with you 100% what I found too in in my relationship is and just in dealing with people in general is that a lot of times we'll want to react immediately. But if you take a moment and step back and use our overthinking skills <laughs> in a way that for the better, you know, better good or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. instead of thinking of the, I guess, um, I don't want to, I don't, not to say negative, but to try to think of ways to approach um, the situation in a more calm manner so that you can communicate clearly and, you know, concise back to the un- the other person, if that makes sense what I'm saying. So, mm-hmm. like, if you, I, I've learned that if you stop for a moment, because, you know, in the heat of an argument or when things are going on or you having a disagreement, it's easy to just continue fueling the fire by going back and forth. <laughs> but if mm-hmm. one of the one of you or the other person stops and says, hey, you know what, I'm gonna just let them have this for a minute. And when I get my mind together and calm down, you know, when the situation cools off, then I'll come back and approach it. And maybe during that time frame that you have, as far as like the downtime, you're able to think from another perspective opposed to being, you know, automatically quick to respond and just continue. Because I learned that the more you fuel a fire, the more it's going to continue. Like, it's just going to be a back and forth thing and nobody's hearing each other, if that makes sense. So, so yeah, I've just learned that and, you know. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm going to respond fully disagree well I'm gonna say me personally and I gotta always say person me personally because mm-hmm. I can't speak for everybody else but um when you're in the heat of a moment especially if it's something that's a trigger especially if it's something that you have explained time and time again this is an issue for you this is mm-hmm. something that needs to change and you keep seeing it happen again and again in your mind, you start to think, well, this this particular issue is not important to you. It's not important that to you that it's important to me. And so I see that you don't care. So if you are not caring about that, then I'm that's going to make me angry because I know if you present me with something, um, I'm going to take it serious and I'm going to listen and I'm going to see how I can readjust my actions and behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, I the, the approach of calming down um, and then revisiting the issue with, you know, I'll just say your partner in, in this case, um, that don't work for everybody because <laughs> some, you know, I would, I would say 
if I did something like that with my partner, mm-hmm. once it's said and done, they he, he's not going to want to revisit it. Like case, it, the case will be closed. I don't want to talk about this. Like if you have like someone that could have like tendency to be dismissive oh. about issues or want to sweep it under the rug or want to just avoid it altogether, you calming down, they're going to win in that instant. And they're also going to win when you're trying to revisit it because they're not going to want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> and you might even be met with, you should have talked about it when the issue was there. I'm not interested in talking about it now. Really? Yes. So, so it, it's yeah. different for different people. Some yeah, that's people true. are not going to allow agree. you mm-hmm. um, to go have your moment um, because they've moved past the moment but then you're still struggling with that moment and right. whatever caused that moment and so yeah that don't work all the time well i think that's where the conversation comes into play as in you knowing your partner and your partner knowing you and and knowing that if you're upset about something and vice versa that you guys can come back at some point and revisit the issue because in my opinion, and that's this is my opinion, I feel as though that is very dismissive of your partner's feelings. And because you're gonna want, they will want you to listen to them, and especially if they have an issue with something, they're gonna want you to understand or they're gonna want you to listen to their thoughts and feelings and how they're, um, you know, how, 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 whatever the case may be, how it's making them feel. So I feel as though if you take a moment and you're calm and you say, hey, let's revisit this, you know, tomorrow when we both have, have had a chance to calm down and can think about, you know, communicating in a better way with each other. I feel as though they should not <laughs> be dismissive. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like that. I feel that is, too. It's just everybody's not on board. <laughs> but that's I totally agree. Well, then that's when we need, then then therapy needs to be coming into play because they would need to learn how to communicate. Um, Because me personally, I'm a communicator and I like to, I don't like being combative or arguing, but you can take me there because it takes a lot. When I say it takes a lot for me to get upset and argue with you and raise my voice, it really does. (laughs) You got to really be done did something, but I don't know. I, I don't. I, I I rather you listen to me and not be dismissive to my wants and needs. But hey, like you said, everybody's relationship is different, and it don't work like that with everybody. But hey, but anywho, well, this has been a good conversation. I think um, we need to get your your boo on here. <laughs> oh yeah, y'all will be in for a treat. Um, you will probably hijack the entire podcast. You say what now? He will probably hijack the entire podcast, and neither of us will get a word in edgewise. I'm sure. Yeah, that that is that that it will be entertaining. I'm sure, very much so. But everybody, this gonna that's gonna be it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Um. Again, my co-host, she's on vacay and she will be back hopefully next week. Um, She's been doing a lot of traveling and family stuff. So hopefully she'll be back with us next week and 
but we did enjoy Miss Raquel sitting in for her tonight. Um, yes, <laughs> make yes. sure you um, check us out on iHeartRadio. We are on Spotify, Apple. Um, we're on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, pretty much everywhere you get your podcasts. But we will see you guys next week. Make sure you tune in. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Wine 30 Podcast. Before you go, please take a moment to show us your support by subscribing and leaving an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, make sure to follow us on social media, on Instagram and Twitter at the Wine 30 Podcast. We appreciate your support. And until next time, spread positive vibes and sip responsibly.